Hey guys, I'm back. This is my review of, uh, I was going to say the pink, <laughs> P Valley. So anyway, um, we are still battling this. We, we still have the battle of the owners and, and the battle of who's in charge and the battle of who's going to have the last word. And Haley and Uncle Clifford are not seeing it for each other as far as how to do things when it comes to running the pink. Uncle Clifford has been running the pink for a long time. And when he lost it and Haley bought it, she became the majority shareholder of the pink. I think she's like 85%, he's 15%. So in essence, Haley is the last word, okay? Haley is the last word on pink, it's not Uncle Clifford. But he is having, you know, he's having his problems with it. You know, he he's not, he ain't feeling it. He's not featuring it. And it's a hard thing to let go. Totally understand because he's been in charge and been the owner for a long time. And, and it's been in his family for a long time. And the other thing we have to think about here is Haley connection to the pink isn't the same way that Mercedes and Uncle Clifford. Okay. They are heavily invested in, well, not should say heavily. Uncle Clifford, this is part of, you know, this club has been part of the family for many, many years. And he sees it differently as not just a business venture. Mercedes, I think she feels as though she, even though she was looking to retire last season, I still think that there is a, you know, an onus on her part to always stay true to the pink, no matter if she's actually still there or not. But Haley is looking at the bottom line dollar. All she wants to do is run this as a business, as it is. And if the right person comes along with the right dollar amount that she's well aware of, she knows the worth of this venue because that casino is still supposed to be coming, she will sell it. So I, that's something that we have to keep in mind. Haley is not, her heart is not in the pink. Her, her heart is in the bottom dollar. That's it. So at the beginning of this episode, Remember, um, Mercedes, you know, was against them getting new girls. And Haley was like, we need some new fresh meat, new girls, new entertainment, blah, blah, blah. So they're having auditions. And you see Big L walking through the crowd dressed like a pimp. I'm like, where did that outfit come from? And why are you dressing like that? He walking down, he taking a look at some of the girls that need to, he's picking out girls that should come in to get um, to audition. And one girl he looked at, he was like, you know what? You can go over there and be one of the sweepers or something that's unattractive, not in shape girls, whatever. So he has selected a couple of the ladies. I think one is, I don't know, one's got the really, the, the hazel contacts or the blue contacts. And then there was another one, I think her name was Roulette. One might be, I think Whisper was the blonde and the other one was Roulette. And then they got a third one. Her name is, I don't know, but she has, I'm gonna call it Big Booty Judy for the moment because she's got the big butt, right? So they come in there and they're doing their auditions and you got Mercedes, Uncle Clifford, Haley, Big L. They in there, they taking a look, they watching the girls. And the first girl, I think it was the one, um, the whisperer, the one who's into, we find out, you know, she's really into, I guess, dark magic or following the crystals and the energy and all that stuff, whatever that's called. So she did really, really well. She, she, she knows how to get on the pole. She knows how to do her thing. She was very entertaining. She was pretty cool. There was one girl that came in there. Um, oh, the big booty Judy chick. She did not, all she has was a big butt. That's it. 
her on the pole. She didn't. She did not know how to do anything with the pole. All she had was her big butt. And Haley seemed to be impressed with her. Haley liked her, you know, even though she couldn't pole dance, she still liked her. Then there was Roulette. Roulette just knew she was everything and anything, right? <laughs> she got up there, did her thing, and she was impressive, all right? So Uncle Clifford was like, okay, so the, we're going to let, you know, the Grand Dame, you know, the one who's been here the longest, the headliner, Miss Mercedes, is going to be the one that's going to announce, you know, um, who are going to be, I think they have three spots, who's going to be the three new girls. And she mentioned Miss Whisperer the, with the hazel eyes, and she mentioned she mentioned her first. And Miss Roulette had a little bit of an issue with that because she just knew she should have been the first one called because she had it going on. Then she mentioned Roulette. Then she was getting ready to say a third name, and Haley jumped up, and Haley mentioned Big Booty Judy. And everybody looking at her like, wait a minute. And Mercedes was like, excuse me, what are you What are you doing? She said, this girl can't even pole dance. So what do you mean she's going to sit up here? And, and she can't do it there on the pole. She said, well, no, she can't. But you know what? We can use her at the bar. She can make money here at the bar. I can use her. So come over here, girl. And I'm going to use you over here. You know, you got the face. You got the body. You can do over here at this bar. Now, she probably didn't say body, but she definitely said she got the face. And she's a cute girl. Okay. It is what it is. So we got that going on. So then in addition to that, <laughs> we um, Uncle Clifford's birthday is coming up, right? And I think it's, in, it's within the next day or two, something like that. And Haley wants to open the pink that Friday, whatever that week is that Friday, right? And Uncle Clifford is saying... Well, no, we, we can't do that. We, you know, we're not ready. We're going to need another week. It's too late. You know, um, uh, Haley has already put flyers out. She already announced on social media that the pink is opening this week. And, you know, Haley didn't know it was going to be Clifford's birthday, but it has, that really doesn't make a difference. Her whole thing is as she, her and, you know, both her and Uncle Clifford got into a big, big discussion about opening as soon as she wants to open. He said, we're not ready yet. There's a lot that we still need to work on, blah, blah, blah. And Haley was like, if we don't open it up this week, we might end up having to sell to Corbin and Andre, who they came in earlier. Uh, Corbin and Andre came in while they were doing the auditions. They had a little meeting in the back. And Corbin, I don't know what the price Corbin was given, but I don't know, something, I don't know. It wasn't the value that it was supposed to be. I don't think Corbin realized, I, Andre does, but I don't think Corbin realized that Haley is not stupid and she's uh, an accountant and she understands the economies of scale. And Miss <laughs> Haley broke it down to talking about uh, 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 wants and needs, inputs versus outputs and uh, uh, everything economically speaking and the value of the pink versus, you know, knowing that the casino is coming through what the value of this land is so to come through with the little price that you coming through with ain't really it's not it's not given corbin called himself gonna try to insult haley tell so you would you know just a few months ago you were dancing for quarters in here now all of a sudden you're trying to be a businesswoman and all of that and uncle clifford had to come through and he was like well sir you know five years ago you didn't have a dime and now here you are because your daddy died and left you a few dollars um, the daddy that did not want you, okay? Remember, his father is white, but he was not part of the family, if you know what I mean. 
So, but he got a few dollars, okay, right? So he said, don't come in here acting like you just old money because you're not, you brand new. So I'm just going to say for this part right here, when it came down to what Haley said, she needs 10 million and Corbin was saying, ah, it ain't worth all that. Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. And he knew it. I believe that Haley truly, before the end of this season, she's going to make a deal. She's going to sell the pink. Cause she, like I said, she don't really, her thing is about the, the economies of scale. Her thing is the bottom dollar. She don't give two cents about the heart and soul of the pink. It don't matter to her. Okay, let's keep that in mind. So after her and Uncle Clifford had their conversation about opening the pink, um, as soon as she wants to open it and she's explaining to uncle Clifford, the financial aspect of it. And even Mercedes was like, why are we opening so soon? What is really happening here? And you know, uncle Clifford was like, look, I don't, you know what, let the, your, your, your boss talk to you about what's going to be happening this coming Friday. I'm not going to be a part of it. Uncle Clifford is in his feelings. He he's uncle Clifford's already uptight because he ain't seen murder, right? Him and murder are not together little murder. So he's got in his feelings about that. He's in his feelings about not being the majority owner. He's in his feelings about turning 40. He's in his feelings because Haley is making all these decisions and overruling anything he got to say. So he is already in his feelings. It ain't taking much to set him off. So he done said he ain't coming to the grand re reopening of the pink. He already put, he said he's done. He walks out and he goes back to his house. So let's leave the pink for a second and gone over here to Keyshawn. And I think her guy's name is Derek. This is the showcase of, again, being in an abusive relationship and the mindset that she's in. She's trapped. Okay. She's in a dangerous situation. She's trapped. You know, um, Derek is talking to the uh, sheriff and he's telling him he wants to file a, a complaint or a file a, 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 a you know, complain against Diamond about what happened on murder night. And the sheriff is saying, okay, you know, but keep in mind, if I file this uh, complaint against Diamond, I'm going to have to, you know, I'm going to have to file a complaint against you as well. So that kind of quiet Derek up on that front. Then we get to finding out talking about, um, you know, Diamond working down at the dollar store or doing security. And, <laughs> um, Derek finds out that Keyshawn had went down to the dollar store and he knows this because he has a tracker on her phone and he confronts her about it. He's like, so what's going on? Why'd you lie to me? It's talking about you going to get Pampers for the baby when in fact you running down to go see Diamond. And she was like, I didn't even know Diamond worked there. And I really just need to get Pampers and some cream puffs or marshmallow pies, whatever they like to eat. And it, I saw him and he yelled at me because I didn't have a mask on and all that. So now this guy, again, Derek, don't see it for Diamond. Derek is jealous of Diamond. So Derek, any man that talks nice to Keyshawn, he's jealous of. So one that she was able to work at the doggone strip club. But anyway, so... He calls to the dollar store to complain about Diamond and how he's, you know, harassing customers, harassing blah, blah, blah. And it turns, you know, he finds out like, oh, we've got several complaints about him. So ultimately, Diamond ends up losing this job anyway, because there's been a lot of complaints about, you know, his behavior as a security guard. 
And we know Diamond got PTSD. You know, he's in the army. He got some PTSD issues. Uh, he's frustrated about what happened the murder night. So he's dealing with that as well mentally. And seeing Keyshawn, whom he was falling for, and how she isn't able to see Derek for who he is, it's a lot of, again, more frustration. So that's another situation that's, you know, it's not, he's not in a good space mentally. He really isn't. So then we get Lil Murder. Lil Murder is, um, ready to do he, he he's he he wants to do this tour and he knows that he needs Keyshawn to make this tour a success so his guy uh his manager is like you know we're gonna have to get you some protection now here's the thing with little murder that i'm concerned about now last season everybody was thinking little murder was gonna get killed i was probably one of them but this season, it's more so I'm seeing danger. I'm seeing death all around Little Murder. Because his manager pulls up. No, his manager was working at a funeral home, right? His manager pulls up in a hearse and got it decorated, whatever. This is what they're going to This is their tour bus. A hearse, okay? This is what Little Murder is going to be riding in, a hearse. Last episode, we saw these guys pull up on Little Murder. Okay, now they the two guys in the front claiming, oh, we're here to support you. Good luck, this and then the third. But we know they were just scoping him out. They are probably going to do harm, if not kill him. I'm seeing death around Little Murder a little bit more. That hearse was very symbolic. Them guys rolling up on him, very symbolic. So then we get, they go, they roll up at the uh, prison because the guys, his manager is saying, you're going to need some protection. Okay, another another word here, keyword protection, security. So to get this guy out, and the way that they he hugged Little Murder made me wonder. I said, hmm, because they used to be in prison together. I wonder if there was anything going on between the new security guy and Little Murder at one point in time while they were locked up. I'm just wondering. That's I'm throwing it out there. I don't know. I'm speculating. So now they have to get. Keyshawn to sign on, be on board, right? Now, initially, she said she wanted to do this. Well, when Keyshawn's, uh, Keyshawn's manager comes over to her house and he's presenting these all these other marketing opportunities, her lashes are being sold and all these other things he got going on with her as far as marketing and promotions and everything. Keyshawn, now she, here's the thing. Keyshawn knew that Derek did not get the position that he was applying for a managerial position at a store. She saw the message on his phone and he didn't get it, but he doesn't know that she's aware of that. She playing games. So when the manager, her manager show up and talking about all these promotions and this and that and talking about the tour and everything, she sits up there and plays hard to get. She's up there asking questions about, well, if I'm getting this percentage off the door and then I'm fronting the operational costs and I'm doing this, I'm not actually making any money. And the manager is looking at her like, what? Wait a minute. What are you talking about? So she's acting as though, yeah, I really want to do it. But based on the money, you know, I don't think this is going to be a good look for me. All that was a front for Derek. Okay. 
He looking, he's smiling like, yeah, that's my girl. She ain't going to try to leave me. Yeah, that's my girl. I got it going on because he's probably, at this point, I don't even think he got the message that he hadn't checked his message that he um, isn't getting that job that he thought he was going to get to take care of his family, right? So then when, so the her manager gets back into the hearse <laughs> and tells the other guys about, you know, I don't know what's going on with her. You know, she acting like, and he, you know, she she didn't want to be bothered with us. And then she turns around, and sends a text message to the manager and said, "Look, I got this. Don't worry about it. Just give me a moment." So this is her plan. So later on, we see Miss uh, Mercedes Keyshawn uh, talking to Derek and asking him about, you know. Hey, look, with your new job, we'll be able to buy a pool. Uh, we'll get uh, be able to get air conditioning, and we can do this and we can do that. And he was like, look, um, all these plans that we're making with me having a new job, it's got to be put on hold because I didn't get the position. And then she does her little thing. She's like, oh, well, you know, don't worry about it. Just let me take care of you. And she was seducing him, and, you know, they ended up having sex, but... The whole thing was so that make him feel as though she wants to take care of him because she loves him, but she had this all set up. She wanted to do that tour to begin with. And here's my thing about the tour. I think that it'll give her a chance to see what freedom looks like. I know that probably isn't the best visual, but, and the best choice of words, but she's being held hostage in this relationship literally and figuratively. So her going on this tour is a great idea for the breakaway and finally, I hope, develop a thick skin and decide that this relationship is not worth it. Um, but I don't think it's going to be as easy as she thinks. When she, I think it's like a 14-day or 14-day tour, two-week tour, something like that. Remember, it's still pandemic time. Uh, and, and certain places are starting to open up a little bit. In, in particular in the South. So, okay. So she's going on this tour. Great. Now, Little Murder is still thinking about Uncle Clifford. And Uncle Clifford is still thinking about Little Murder. Now, Uncle Clifford's back at the house. And, you know, he, you know, he's in his feelings and all of that. Little Murder stops by. And because he likes Uncle Clifford's grandmother, right? Oh, aunt, grandma, I think it's a grandmother. Prayed by Loretta Devine. Excellent job. So he comes by and he tells her, he said, I wanted to see you and leave a message with Clifford. Clifford comes out and, and behind the door, but there's a mirror. So Little Murder can see Uncle Clifford in the mirror, but Uncle Clifford doesn't know that he can see him. So Little Murder's talking about, yeah, I'm going on tour for a couple of weeks. And, you know, uh, I do miss Uncle Clifford and all of that. And I've been sending him text messages and let him know I do care about him. Leave that message. He, you know, he knew Uncle Clifford was behind the door. He put his hand on the door. It's like, all right, thank you so much. I'll talk to you later. I said, Uncle Clifford and his family, he's in love. They both in love with each other. But their love, you know, Uncle Clifford wants to be public. Because he's open with who he is, or they. I, I, I might be, uh, you know. I think, I think in this episode they refer to Uncle Clifford as she. Uh, so I, 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 I might say she, he, or they. I'm not sure if it says a preference for the character, but they did say she this time around. So anyway, um, 
So that's that. Where else we got going on here? So we see Mercedes' mom briefly. She don't open the church. She got a whole uh she got a whole commercial going on talking about somewhere the blessing resides, where the blessing resides. I said she don't took Darrell's words, child, and use it in the commercial. I should have known Darrell was gonna be in this episode because she's using his little thing from last year. You know, he he was very popular with where the money resides and all of that. So he was actually in the episode. He was actually at this party. So here's the thing. So Uncle Clifford is staying home and the pink is open, right? Open at night. Uncle Clifford's checking out his social media and he's looking and he see, you know, things are going great at the pink. But then he also sees this flyer for uh, Little Murder and he's all rubbing on the flyer. I mean, looking at the phone, looking at it, and he's all in his feelings. And then his grandmother was like, I need you to empty this garbage. He comes out there. He was like, well, I don't smell anything, no garbage. He said, I need you to empty the recycling bins or whatever. So he gets out there. He's in his pajamas. He's not dressed. He gets out there and we can see there's like, Someone, you know, got the um, mask on in the window. I said, uh-oh, what's going on? So it turns out these four people end up grabbing Clifford. She don't, his grandmother can't see and apparently couldn't hear anything because I guess the TV was loud. So they grab him, four people grab him, throw him in the trunk. And he ends up going to, I don't know, I think he went to the roller rink. They took him to the roller rink. And it ends up being four of his buddies. You know, these are all cool folks, you know, whatever. And this is where we see Darrell. So they actually bought a bag, um, brought some clothes for him uh, to wear for, and this is they're gonna celebrate their 40th birthday, and he's cool with it. They he's happy. We see Darrell. Darrell's doing his thing, flirting with some guy, or wants to flirt with the DJ, something like that. He calling him cute and everything. And Uncle Clifford, I think he imagined that he saw a Little Murder there, and he was just all in his little gaze and everything, because you know he, you know he loves Uncle, he loves him. But uh, he's been lonely for the last five months, no action. So we see Uncle Clifford going the back and he's gonna try to get some skates. And he flirting with the, the guy who is handling the skates and everything. I think he's also the DJ, but he's back there flirting. They end up you know, hooking up in the back there. Well, we also see Uncle Clifford again, still in his feelings. He got into it with one of his buddies talking about some, you out here still walking the streets. I saw you in jail for soliciting and this and that. They had a few words and that individual was like, you know what? You always have a habit of talking down to me. I'm getting tired of you. I'm getting tired of your mess. So that was that. So then we get go to the pink. Everything's popping at the pink, right? And everything's going great. Mercedes wants to talk with the girls, the two other girls about marking and doing what they need to do in the one of the rooms and everything. And Miss Roulette is like, I don't need no practice. I'm, I'm that girl. I'm like, okay, you know, Mercedes is like, okay, this is going to be a real one to try to handle. And the funny thing about before they went out on stage, Mercedes go back to her dressing room or to her desk area and they got all this, <laughs> uh, what do you call it, uh, alcohol back there. Cause you know they call her old and everything, and and when she was practicing earlier that day, she visibly was her arm. You know the girls saw that her arm was hurting, and they was making making sure they called her old. And she has been around for a while at the pink, so it's kind of like, girl, you do need to retire. But okay, shoulders been bothering her. Shoulders been bothering her. She honestly did not need to do this show. So to get out there, and one of the girls, you know, this is one of the ladies that already was working there. She had a baby, but she don't know who the daddy is. She arguing with this guy on the floor. 
Then we saw one of the ladies come and talking to Diamond, not talking to Haley, talking about something. You need to talk to the girl that you hired for the bar. She over there juking on the bar, showing her butt. That ain't what she's supposed to be doing. She's only, only supposed to be pouring drinks. And Diamond don't really, I mean Diamond, Haley don't really care about this girl juking on the bar. She does what she got her for. She don't care about her showing her butt. The girl is making money at the bar. And that's all Haley cared about. So anyway, we see the three, the, tr the new Trinity girls on the pole. They doing their thing. And unfortunately, Mercedes falls down. And we knew that was going to happen. The next thing we saw was Mercedes, uh, Uncle Clifford, Haley, and they're over at Diamond's spot. And we find out that Diamond is into, I guess, dark magic or voodoo or something. And he's trying to assess her shoulder situation and what he come what he did is whatever he does and he was like basically i took the weight off your shoulder and the weight valued at seven pounds and that's the same weight of someone who has tried to shoot a or who did shoot a gun something like that so basically i don't know if if Mercedes is suffering from a bullet wound or chips in her shoulder from that um, blowback from the gun, or I, I'm not sure, but there's it's, it's relatable to the whole gun situation. So let me hurry up before I run out of time here. Haley and Mercedes, they get into an argument. Mercedes is like, you don't mess me up. It's because of you I'm in this situation. You got to get out. So I don't know what's going to happen with that. You know, Haley's, Haley's basically living at the pink right now because, you know, she had to get out that night. And we see Andre, he's going around. He's really going to, what he's going to do is end up running for mayor. All right. He's seeing how, what his uncle was doing in town, paying water bills. His own water bill ended up being $10,000. Um, so he's, they're setting him up to run for mayor. I can see that now. That's really it. Sorry I took too long with this review. It was a lot going on, but it was a good show. I'll talk to you guys later. Peace.